you've been looking for a podcast to help you transform your physical and mental one that'll shoot you straight between the eyes with truth and no bs helping you have the right mindset to accomplish things the iron will and fortitude to follow through with what you say you're going to do no excuses Mark owns martial arts schools, and after 30 years, he has some real insight for real talk, real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, live from the Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox. Right. Good morning, Mike. Now we're live. Wow, well, it's afternoon yes, for you, isn't it? Where are you? What state are you in? I'm in Delaware, the only state that ends in where. Most people don't know where it is. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> I don't even know if everybody knows that's a state. All right. It yeah, sounds I'm, like a town. First time, first time I came here when they said uh, Delaware, I said, what state is that in? Like, it's on. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> that's right." That's one of those. That's one of those that you would wonder if that's uh, if that's a state or not. So, but it's been good, man. I've been looking forward to the uh, to this podcast for a while. I know that uh, we got to, we we got to learn about each other through Emilio, and he's got he had nothing but positive things to say. I'm kind of a I don't know what you want to call me. I'm not a beta. I can tell you that. So I'm more on the alpha side of things. And uh, I would never believe it. And uh, <laughs> that's and so uh, Emilio says that we're kind of cut from the same cloth that we're going to have a good time. So we're going to we got some we got some people coming up already. Is this Brent? Is this a friend of yours? Uh, Brent Shot. He's part of the Unleashed. Movement. Yeah, he's on. He's on the Unleashed. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, let me give an introduction to you. Then I'm going to let you take over and, and give you a little uh, more uh, what's what's going on. Jose's coming on. Oh, man, we're getting all kinds of people this morning already. Say what? That's Mark good. and Michael connecting. Love. Hey, Jose. Listen, just while we're on here, Jose, and Mike's on with me, that I'll, uh, I'll let you know that we're supposed to do number two podcast, but somebody has not signed up on my uh on my calendar to do that and that would be you jose mm. just gonna call you out on that just let you know and Dang, so jose messing up. that's right you know he's you know he's, he's not, i'm not sure if, yeah see i'm not sure if, i remember jose was just a lowly uh martial artist guy and uh now you know he's the big ceo yeah. of the things i don't know he's if he can talk to I'm not really sure he can talk to me anymore is what i'm thinking so right. but uh he's let me give you an introduction guys uh, this is michael Faber. I'm looking forward to to uh, talking with him today, founder and CEO of Unleash Now, Michael Fair has created one of the most supportive and impactful movements and communities in the growth world, where they empower those that empower. If you are looking to increase your influence and impact and income, you'll want to stay put. Michael, good to have you on my show. Looking forward to it. Well, I'll get, let the give it over to you a little bit and uh, and uh, uh, see. I just called Jose out. See that. Perfect. No, that's what you got to do to him. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you and, and let us know where your family is, where you're from, and, and everything else. So, so uh, now I live in the great state of Delaware, um, like we talked about earlier. Uh, most people don't know where it is. Um, it's the only state that isn't aware of it. It was actually the first state 
history lesson. All right. But um, I'm originally from New York City, uh, but bounced around a little bit all over. And my family was military. So um, we kind of uh, Virginia, PA, New York, Delaware, uh, up and down the East Coast, uh, Mobile, Alabama for a very short second, uh, which was long enough for me. I wasn't in the I'm sure there's a really nice part of Mobile, Alabama. I wasn't there, um, but uh, bounced around. And I was the classic story of like, did everything wrong? But my my thing was uh, a lot of people are born into circumstances that they have to fight their way out of. Yeah. Like that yes, was sir. me. Right? Like was. I was born into circumstances. That I was like, I could have been cool. Right? But I was What's like, it? you know what? I love the hard way. Right? So I just screwed up anyway. And I pretty much screwed up every way possible. And then uh, took a lot of hard lessons, but got here. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh... – a. I, I think that's a story for most. Uh, it's even like in the cop world, right? You got different kind of cops. You got the ones that are the super straight laced on this side, and you got ones that kind of waver on the fence that had kind of a a tainted uh, past per se. <laughs> let's say that more street. And so uh, mm. I think it's the same thing with entrepreneurs. I think that you're going to have those that um, had a gift towards, but he, so. I'll, as far as entrepreneurs go, so I, I talk about to this my son. My son is um, – I have a 30-year-old son who's married, right? And he kind of helps me uh, in the studio now. Matter of fact, his name's Michael, too. Um, God, I knew I liked him. Yes. My oldest son is named Michael. <laughs> I named all my sons uh, – Michael, Gabriel, and Daniel are my sons. Uh, you know, Michael and Gabriel being the – the best angels in the Bible. Of course, Michael was the badass, the most badass angel in the Bible, right? Because he's just, you know, I mean, if you read about him, you know, when you go to war, that's who you want on your side. Trust on that. Okay. And uh, I've always, often thought about, you know, and so I named my, my son Michael too right after that. So he got a good name in there, that's for sure. But I was telling my son, as far as entrepreneurs go, you know, he's kind of uh, jumped into something here that, um, he hasn't had to go through the growing pains that I did when I opened this thing up. You know what I mean? I, I was a great teacher and I see this all the time, uh, in, I don't, I don't know what in your, when you talk to entrepreneurs, but I was great at doing martial arts, but man, I'm telling you what, six months into what I was doing, I was like, holy shit, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to business. And I had to go find me a coach. Okay. And, uh, and I told Mike, I said, I really, I told my son, I said, look, boy, I said, the only thing that I wish that you had to go through is the growing pains of an entrepreneur because you would be so much more grounded in 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 the belief of what you have uh, instead of just stepping into something that I've had for 20, you know, 25, 29 years now. You know what I mean? What's your thought on that? A hundred percent. All the time when people not all the time, typically when people get into something business wise, it's because they had a passion for whatever they're doing or selling or making. Right? They normally don't get into business because they're like, I love business. Let's do business. Right? So they get really passionate about this thing and they're like, people need this thing and it can help them do this or it can solve this problem for them. Let's do it. Right? And then they're like, oh, well, there's a bunch of stuff. The other part of this, right? It's because uh, hobbies cost money. Businesses make money. Right? So yeah. I would say, <laughs> what do you have? Do you have a hobby or a business? <laughs> right? And let, let, let's be real about it. When I first started, I had hobbies. Right? I loved cooking. Right? I could make a good meal. I love bringing people to the table. I love breaking bread. Right? And just having that kind of relationship build. I think you can find out a lot about a person about just having a meal with them. Right? And so I knew how to do that. I didn't know what it was like running a book, right? Like running the books. I didn't know what it was like about overhead or expenses. 
right? I didn't know what it was like about having the price item per item per cost, right? Like, I had no idea about this stuff, right? The acquisition of a customer or client, like I didn't know anything in that nature. So then when business was hard, right? Because I didn't know, you don't know what you don't know. I just dove into that area and just learned everything I could about business and marketing and messaging. And then what I learned was a lot of people are really passionate about what they do. They just don't know the business side of it. And that's how we help people a lot in entrepreneurship, because I believe everything that anything that moves the needle on this earth is done by entrepreneur or entrepreneur spirit. I don't think it's a government. I don't think it's an organized religion. I think it's the entrepreneur spirit for entrepreneurs. I think that uh, I think you have something on on that for sure. I I have. Well, the government ain't doing you know, I, I mean, you know, I showed my son this yesterday. I said, okay, son, you know, uh, I, you know, I tell, you know, I'm 61 years old, right? I've worked since I was 15 years old and I've always had something on the side. So I was, if you read my book down the road, you know, I was a machinist at one time, like my college was not for me. I could not stand it. Um, I, I just couldn't do it. Now all my kids are college graduates because I told them, I said, what I wish I would have known in school, Mike, was first of all, not to go, never do I, I think it's right. Unless you're going to go the doctor route or the attorney route, there's no reason to go hundreds of thousands of dollars into debt for um, a woke uh, garbage thing that you're not learning squat okay (laughs) and i I knew that going in when i when i sat i I remember doing a a 20th century history class and i sat down in this this is in the 80s right and they're like um you know president carter was probably one of the best presidents we've ever had and i'm like what the what what the i was i remember i raised my hand and i said just so you know when when he was when the gas prices were what they were I was an entrepreneur at that time. They, there was a gas station on my street lined up all the way every morning. You may, may not be old enough for this. I don't know if you remember this, but there was gas lines forever, and it would take you an hour and a half. So I'd go to the donut shop, and I would sell donuts to everybody in line and coffee. Brilliant. And so that's what I did during the uh, gas crisis. You know, everybody was – Rolled their windows down. I had the donuts, a dollar pop, and in a way we go. It was the, it was the uh, upgrade of the Helms truck back in the day, right? Of <laughs> gas prices, and so They're right. And Brilliant. so, you know, I think that the entrepreneur spirit is one hundred percent what, what uh, drives everything. And I, and I want to, and so on that note, mm-hmm. on your unleashed, let's talk about your unleashed and what you have, okay? Okay. Uh, what 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 the hell is this now? Are we getting spammed here on the best adult dating site? What that? Oh, nice. I'm trying to hook <laughs> us up. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> I've never seen that in my life. Right? We you're you're welcome. <laughs> I come on. This is what happens. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna okay. be. It's gonna be different. Okay. This. All right. Well, they said when I had Michael Faber on my podcast, <laughs> you'll never know what's coming about. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, <laughs> I, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is, uh, okay. I got like feet. 
Okay, I got them. So yeah, Brent's like, wow, what the heck? Uh, Jose's like classic. You see, I knew this would just bring out, you know, it's going to be a party. Right? There's yep. your bread. It's going to be a party. It's I bring them out. <laughs> I've never seen that ever. I've, I've been doing this for three passion. years. Three years I've been doing that. So it never happened ever, ever. Have I ever I, seen that? And so I bring everyone. I bring everyone. Pastors, <laughs> porn sites, criminals. I bring them all. I guess that's the ultimate entrepreneur site. The, <laughs> so, <laughs> the original entrepreneur. Um, so I, I want to talk about the uh, entrepreneurs on what your Unleash does. You have an interesting thing that you talked about in the beginning. Let me let me let me bring that up one more time because when I introduced Ooh. you, right, you empower where they you know where they empower those that empower and you know in my in my where i'm at in my career right i'm one of those i'm i'm i teach the teachers right i'm the i'm the train the trainers now and that's where i'm at that seems to be what you what you like to do let's so let's talk about unleashed and what that's about right so unleashing now is all about unleashing your inner greatness the reason why you're here i believe everyone's here for a reason um, it's your piece of the puzzle you're creating. That's your masterpiece. You put that with other pieces, pieces, and we create what we have now. Right? And hopefully we leave it better than we found it, at least to a degree. The verdict's still out if I'll do that, but uh, at least we'll try. Right? And uh, that's our thing. And then the, the, the second part about now, uh, it goes back to that tree quote. Uh, 20 years ago was the best time to plant a tree. The second best time is now. Forgetting about tradition, right? family, uh, traditions, culture, society, norms, and expectations, dropping all those things that they expect from us and just to live our lives the way we're meant to live our life. All right? uh, I don't know about you. When I got into the entrepreneur space, everybody told me I was dumb. Well, I mean, they told me I was dumb before that. They told me I was really dumb for getting in the entrepreneur space. All right? They're like, yeah, it's so hard. You won't make it. You know, People like us don't do this. Blah, 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 right? So it was, it was again, yeah, it was against everything that people around me thought. That's why everyone's like, you want to know what your life will be like? Show you like the four people you're around. I'm like, bro, I didn't hang out with any entrepreneurs. I hang out with more street people than entrepreneurs. And it's kind of entrepreneurs, right? And it's like, if that wasn't what they were doing, this is what I wanted to do. So I think your life's going to end up like them unless you're strong enough to live life on your terms the way you're meant to do it and go do your thing. Right. And it talks I, about that inner strength. I think that, ahead, you know, and I like what you're talking about, unleash. And I like the word now also. Right. Because we we always we often have a uh, a thought process of I'm going to get to that instead mm-hmm. of go get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. stop, you know, stop uh, procrastinating. I've heard this ever since I'd done a martial arts school that when am I going to get a real job or uh, even <laughs> now, you know, I, I've heard it all. And anybody, even, even my employees now, you know, I think I have six employees here. Right. But even then they, they're asked, you know, they ask all the time, you work at a karate studio. Is that, is that a real, is that a real job? Well, I don't know. I pay real payroll tax. Okay. I can tell you that. And, uh, uh, I pay real bills and yeah, I have a, you know, I I don't know what to tell you. So it, it definitely is, is one of those, um, one of those things I was, I was told forever that I would never make it in, in believe it or not, you know, if, if I allowed people to tell me this, I would never have a martial arts school, you know? Uh, uh, so I, I think that, I think that that's a powerful, uh, that's a powerful thing that, that people talk about, 
all the time. Now, you you were told, listen, I, I, I say this quite often. Sometimes in the speeches I talk about, it, I said the ones that, <clears throat> you know, everybody that you fight is not your enemy. And everybody that's your, you, you know, uh, you know, everybody that loves you sometimes is, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they, they have a, uh, you know, people that are close to us the most are sometimes our biggest down players, right? That, mm-hmm. and I tell everybody, I said, you, anybody that's going to open up a school, I tell them two things. I said, if you're married, you're going to have to bring your wife in him because I'm going to let you know what's going to be happening. You're not going to have the same life that you think. That is mm-hmm. a nine to five and you're going to be home and it's going to be jolly ollie. Uh, it's not going to be that way. Mm-hmm. You're going to have dinner at, in your office and you know, you're going to, you know, cause you're doing a business when people are here, um, when they get off work. And so that's, that's just the nature of this beast. And if you're not ready for that, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And so I tell everybody about, about this entrepreneur thing and how to get, how to get powerful. So I want to ask you some questions about, how you deal well how do you first of all do you when you say how many people come in here that uh, have some success behind them as opposed to they're looking for a coach where's where's that lie mm. for you right that's a good that's a good question i would say it's uh, our community's very there's a lot of depth to our community so there's people in our community that are multimillionaires there's people in our community trying to make their first thousand in their in their business. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it's, it's all walks of life. Right. I think it's more the movement of what we're trying to do is attracting our people rather than the position that they're at. And that's why we have so many different things that literally from business bootcamp 101, right. Which is like, how do you form a business? Right. Like we go back into the basic all the way to the beginning. Right. And then our elite mastermind trip, which is normally high six to seven, eight figure entrepreneurs that have been doing it for decades. Right, that understand that have a have a deeper grasp at least at what they hold on to might not be what we believe or not, mm-hmm. but so it's it's all different walks of life. People that have been in business and entrepreneurship for decade plus, people that literally have, has been in there for one day, right? And uh, people with all different kinds of experience. Uh, Rob McClune, who he was John Maxwell's right hand for years, got him in over a hundred countries himself. Um, is part of Unleashing now, right? So. And I curse a lot. I look like a criminal. I am. I, I was. Right? Uh, the uh, I look like I hunt squirrels in West Virginia. Right. And then there's this guy that doesn't curse in his life. He, he goes to church 17 times a week and uh, he's he's in it. So I, sometimes I don't understand how it's formed or how it is. But uh, when you say like what walk of life, I say all different kinds. So it's, 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 so you got it from, so, and you have different things for people, right? Like you say, you have this mm-hmm. mastermind that's for mm-hmm. the, you know, for those that, um, you know, for, you got beginners right. and then you got those that are a little more experienced in that and they can hang out. Now right. I, I can understand being where I'm at, you know, when you, <clears throat> when somebody's going to come to an event and they've made it, they usually have the right mindset to come in and learn mm-hmm. something. Um, mm-hmm. those that don't show up to these things are the ones that, um, probably don't have the humility. I always feel that humility is a discipline and the discipline mm-hmm. of humility never shows up until you have something to be humble about when you say, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just kind of a humble guy. And I wouldn't really want all that kind of acclimates and stuff like that. No, you're a pussy. 
and you are not um, uh, you, you are not doing what needs to be done to, you know, get have humility. When you have something, then humility becomes a discipline. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I think that that mastermind, um, I think that mastermind that you talk about is something that getting around guys that can sharpen you or girls or women that can get around sharpen you a little bit uh, and, and give you the edge because there's a fine line. I don't know if you agree with this. There's a fine line between good and great. You might be good in your business, but are you great yet? Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if I've, me personally, on my personal note, if I've hit great, I just don't mm -hmm. think I have. You know what I mean? I'm a, mm -hmm. I know my weaknesses and I don't know, you know, where, where it is. I, I should not be this kind of uh, where I'm at now, but I'm going to tell you what sharpened me over the years is you're looking at a guy that without a college education, when I went mm -hmm. to high school, <clears throat> November 16th, 1977, a guy cold cocked me. I took his place on the football field and he punched me and I broke my jaw. Mm. And I broke in two places. I was wired shut through Thanksgiving and Christmas that year, right? And I remember just everything kind of going downhill from there. I ended up going to a continuation school that was inside our school. I went to mm. Reseda High School, you know, Reseda, where the, you know, the whole Cobra Kai thing started in Reseda. And uh, inside there. And I ended up graduating with a GED. I went and took a GED test. That was so easy to take. I'm like, why did I even waste my time with high school? If I could have taken this test and being done, you know what I mean? Cause it's just more, uh, you know, it's, you know, simple stuff. That's straightforward. If you would think, right. Mm -hmm. And so I was never supposed to be in this realm. So when you, when you, where do you, how do you feel like where you're at now and you're impacting all these people? Was it the same for you? Did you, did you, was school great for you or you didn't, were you a not, I was a knothead till I was like 27 years old. Right, okay. Right, yeah. Little so, more, right. A little more for me. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I failed third grade. Um, high school, I graduated high school because a buddy of mine wrote a paper for me because, uh, or I would have failed and stayed back a year. I think the school just wanted me out. I went to like three high schools in four years. So I got in trouble everywhere. Um, I was really good at one day and getting in trouble for a lot of long years of my life. I focused on that part for a good couple of decades. Did it really well. Um, so yeah, no school, uh, college. Uh, I was I went to college for eighteen years and have no degrees. Right. Uh, so I definitely didn't do it the way they tell you to do it. But uh, story of my life. But um, so no, I uh, school. Uh, the basis of school is to train factory workers, right? That literally school was created to create employees. So when you have the spirit of something that's not bad, it's going to be hard for you because they don't, they don't want you to, they don't want you to learn. They want, they want you to be programmed in what they want you to think, feel, act, say, believe, right. And add. So and true. when you, right. When you have a, uh, I'm not inside or outside the box. I know the box doesn't exist mentality. We just get to create our own shit, right? I don't know if you're allowed to curse on this, but I did. I'm sorry. Well, right. and uh, it, 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 trust me, when it slips out, it slips out. Yeah, I don't give it. I don't, I don't know. Right. It is what it is. <laughs> um, I was going to say, it's, I'll try my best not to. It's very hard for me. <laughs> uh, I love sentence enhancers. Um, but it's. Uh, I, I think there's two things I really wanted to say to what you said. Um, one, no, school is not for me. Uh the way they talk. I love learning. 
I don't necessarily love learning the, the way we're, what they're telling us to learn, right? It's uh, give me some principles, give me some jet, like ideas and areas and let me discover kind of thing. That's, that's, that's how I learn best and operate best uh, still to this very moment. Uh, something you said earlier that I loved about, um, well, a lot of people will try to, you know, stay safe, call it humble, all right? And um, one of the things I think is very important for all of us in this space is to make people own their power. I think that's extremely important, right? How many times you're like, oh yeah, let me check, right? With my significant other, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, hold on, do you want support or you want permission, right? So it's like on, on sales calls with me, I'm people hate being on sales calls with me, right? That's why most people now will be like, I'll just buy, don't get on a call with me. I'm like, all right, cool, <laughs> right? Because uh, we're not going to play a lot of the games. Like, we're just going to be very direct. One of the first things I say on this call is, I'm not going for a yes. That's not what I want. I want a decision, right? At the end of this call, do you, do you have a commitment with me that will make a decision on this? Because if you make a decision, we are closer. And that's all I want at the end of this call is for you to be closer to where you want to be. All right, because then we don't have the, oh, let me think, uh, because what we know is you're not really going to think about it. You're going to go get, you know, Johnny from harmonica practice, right? And then you're going to go and have to make dinner, right? And then take a bath and, right? Like, and there's going to be like 7,000 things of life is going to throw at us. So we're not really going to be thinking about it. So let's not do that. Let's make a decision, All right? Because let's not put off to someday because that doesn't exist. Let's make it today, right? Mm. That's powerful, man. That's good. I like that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm a fan yeah. of the harmonica. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to process what you just said right there. I like that. <clears throat> you know, I get these, uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll steal something from you. Uh, I'll okay. try and I'll try and pay that's it forward and say this is where I heard it from. Oh, no. That's, you know, because, makes, you know, I, I a lot of things that come out of my mouth, I stole from somebody anyway. Uh, we all do. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't create any words that anybody else recognizes as words. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true so the un so unleash now is that um something that how long has it been around uh 2011 it was called cmf um 2017 it became unleash you now cmf what did that stand for i know what the mf stands favorite. for oh yeah that, that's why i, I said i'm a real mf'er that's why my initials are mf i'm a real that's mf'er <laughs> that's I already knew that when I saw your initials. When you said CMS, I think hey, it's coach. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, and so when I when he first said it, I said, "Dad's got it. Come on, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with that All for right. sure." So, <laughs> but I didn't want something to be named after me because if something I, happened to me, what happens? God. That's correct. Right. Yes. So. And I, I agree with that. I think that's the hardest thing here. I speak with my son about that all the time. I said, I want the school to be bigger than what I am. I said, my spirit may move on through it, but it's got to be able mm -hmm. to push forward when, when it happens that I'm not here, you know what I mean? And right. set a legacy. As a matter of fact, why I started this podcast, I told my son, I said, I started this so you guys would have something down the road that my great grandkids or great, great grandkids can bump back and say, you know, this is how, uh, uh, my, my, you know, this is how my, right, my great my dad thought, was. right? Right. You yeah, know, right. that's dope as hell. You know, I just, this is what I started it as. And then it just kind of grew into something. And then I really just started enjoying it. I'm like, 
you know, this is, so I got, you know, I haven't told anybody yet, but I, you know, I went and got, got all the stuff done in the background. Right. Because I'm going to launch a second podcast, right? Now I'll always keep my real podcast here, but the next one, I'm kind of looking for a co-host, bro. Oh, and uh, the Cox podcast. Well, no, it's going to be called Goya podcast. Oh. Get off your ass. Nice. And so, and so I got the podcast. I got the website last night. Nobody has it. And I went That's around crazy. the podcast and I said, hey, I don't see anybody has Goya. Goyapodcast.com was not taken. I bought it last night. And uh, That's I, That's awesome. you, I, you know, these things come to me, you know, like I told you, I was asleep and at three o'clock in the morning. I'm wide awake and I'm like, bam, I'm like. I, and I said to myself, oh, I got this thing with Mike tomorrow. I was going to look at that. And I'm kind of looking through some of your stuff. And and uh, something popped in, right? And I'm like, Goya, wait a second. Get off your ass. What? Let me go see if that's taken. Not taken. Bought 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I said, I've been looking yeah. for the next name of what what I want. Because this one has my name in it, too. You know what I mean? And uh, see that? Brent likes it. Goya, let's go. Yeah. And uh, And so... I just think that in this kind of a world, we need somebody that uh, we could talk about, you know, let, let's, let's stop, let's, let's stop the, uh, you know, the Nancy Pansy talk and let's, let's get real on what it is. And this is why I'm kind of looking forward to, I'm hoping to deep dive into one of your, one of those higher end ones that you guys have where all the entrepreneurs are at. I, I think I'd like nice. to, to jump in on Come that. On, now, listen, you Don't also. Lose. You also, you said something, right? You know, I'm not your typical. I look like a criminal. I wear my hat backwards and stuff like that. Now, trust me when I say this, I don't look like your typical martial artist, okay? Right. I can tell you that right. for a fact, okay? I mean, I heard everything, oh, you're too fat for that or whatever it is until <laughs> I tell everybody, I said, look, man, <clears throat> do not judge books by its cover because I don't know why, but ever since I was a kid, I could do splits, uh, um look at look at jose's trying to sell me on something already See Boom, this? let's go come to the men's the retreat. retreat let's come go is, is this where is this where i gotta Florida. spend it listen is this where we gotta spend the night with each other or like we got four guys yeah. in a room or some shit like no, that is no, that what that no, is we don't do that okay we don't do that. all right Everybody because, has their own room. all right see i like i like you guys but i don't like you all that much right yeah okay. no i don't i don't do that <laughs> okay i heard about i heard about those events too someone asked me that they're like, is this where like five dudes are in one room? I was like, I hope not. <laughs> no. anyway, That's the first thing wrong. I asked. We it's got the, the wrong house. <laughs> it's the first thing I asked. I'm like, I ain't doing that. I said, yeah. I'm 61 now. I said, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing the, the bunk bed thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if it was with Jose, you know, he'd get the top say, bunk. Be careful. He's coming. Okay, he's coming. <laughs> I'm sure I can find a bunker room for you guys. <laughs> so, um, it's so I think that that's uh, when so when you said that I'm not your typical thing, but I'll tell you this: uh, people will probably attract to you anyway, Mike, because of it. You know what I mean? It's just uh, I'm a pretty real. Uh, you would love a slumber party with me, Mark. Uh, yo, bro, I would choke your ass out so quick you wouldn't even know what's up, bro. You might like Come it. Come on, Jose. <laughs> hey, I, I wear a jujitsu uniform. You wear a suit, bro. Come on. Um, <clears throat> Listen, Jose has the sharpest shoes I've ever seen. And when I say that, I mean, okay, the, the, they have thorns on it. You're, you're talking about his golden, uh, you know, you, you. Yeah. Come see my little friend. Every the, time I see it, I, I think shoes? I, I'm looking like he's Al Pacino uh, at the last scene of. Uh, he's the Guatemalan Pitbull. <laughs> That's good. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, it's uh, this <laughs> is pretty funny. <laughs> Don't let the suit fool you, brother. <laughs> Listen, uh, I knew this is how it's going to go. I knew when all the guys get together, this is exactly up. this is exactly what's going to go. It's going to be nothing but shit talk, okay? And <laughs> and and alpha each other up. You know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna have to shower with Duke's cannon uh, <laughs> soap when we're done. So uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> that's so good. But I, I think that getting back to what you said, you know, not judging, you know, uh, not looking the part or whatever it is. I think that one thing that's been attractive in my, even in this podcast is, uh, is, you know, What's it's pretty about? real. I'm pre- I asked some real questions and, uh, and, uh, you know, and also I'm not afraid to let people know like, Hey man, I'm not your, uh, you're not going to see me in front of my Lamborghini with pictures and like, you know, and, oh, and all fancy, man. I'm going to let you know that, hey, I came from uh, pretty humble beginnings and my parents were just workhorses. Luckily for me, both my parents are still alive, but they've always been kind of an entrepreneur spirit, both of them. Hmm. And even though my dad, you know, he was a machinist, uh, but he had his own machine shop yes. for a while, too. And and so he my mom. They, they, you know, they went off somewhere and uh, decided that they're going to open up a consignment store and made that work and ended up selling it. You know, it's just, it's just kind of in our DNA uh, what it was. So I think that, I think that's, um, you know, that's just what it is, man. I've always been kind of in the humble beginnings and, and even, even here, you know, making money in martial arts schools can you know it can be a feast or famine you know what i mean it most of so let me ask you this question this is a good question when it when it comes to your i hear this all the time right so when you go to the doctor the doctor has no qualms about spending you you know it's going to cost you 150 dollars to spend five minutes with me mm-hmm. now listen i've been through so much school i've been through more schools and and you know i don't really talk a lot about my ranks because I, I tell everybody, I said, because, I, you know, in, in, in the Tongsudo world, in the karate world, I'm my instructor's highest ranking student under, you know, and he's got thousands of black belts. And I sit on his right side when we have panels and stuff like that. And I'm his highest ranking student. And I'm the one that has the most students that have schools under him. Right. Oh, nice. And and so uh, and I don't talk about my high rank with him very often. I just. It's so weird to hear somebody say it's even weird for me. I've been in martial arts forever when somebody's like, yeah, I'm a ninth degree black belt, you know, and, and I'm an eighth degree black belt and and I'm a tenth degree black belt. And I'm just like, <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, I'm an eighth degree black belt, but I just got tapped out here a lot last Sunday, bro, uh, doing the workouts with the guys. OK, so, I mean, I might be eighth degree black belt, but, uh, you know, I'm still having to get after it with these uh these youngsters of mine that I, I now have become my peers. Right. Mm-hmm. I've had them since they're three. Now they're grown men <laughs> and uh, they right. become workout partners more than they become students at this point. Right. And, you know, they become better than I ever was just because they've got my t- 30 years of experience in their 24 year old bodies. Right. So right. Um, it's, it's just, it's such a, a weird thing. So I really don't, I don't talk a lot about, uh, about that kind of stuff because I just getting after it all the time. Uh, but how do you, how do you come across when you like, let's talk about the coaching. Now, since I've been in CLA, 
how many people i guess i've always been kind of a coach you know that because i've got like 10 schools under me um that have schools and all my schools that are underneath me and my organization it they all run in the black they all uh they uh they all they all run in the black and they all have they all get after it you know there's not there's not a, a a studio owner underneath me that's some you know laxadaisical wuss you know what i mean uh we just we we train hard we get after it hard we roll hard uh i still even at my age you know i i'll get after it on the mat because it just kind of I don't know. I mean, you're around a lot of guys, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's a warrior thing, you know, I, and when you read my book a little bit, I had some blood clots a few years back. I lost this 110 pounds, but I'm telling you, it, it mm. did a number on my head. Um, mm. when I talk about it, you know, it, I was supposed to be dead. I didn't even know. And I listen, I'm going to, mm. I, I hurt my leg and I, it was all swollen up and I went to go see what, what was wrong and they said oh man mark you 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 don't have any blood clots so i said okay cool i'm off on an airplane shoot some testosterone in me and i flew okay and i go do this uh on the on the base i'm, I'm teaching the the special operations this week and i am just like uh, i'm just like man i i don't feel well I, I, I am going through the course and then I'm teaching the second half and every day I'm just so lethargic. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and so I come home, I fly home and I tell my son, I said, I got to go to the ER. So I, I said, I think in training, I got slammed up against the wall one time and I, I think my rib is dislocated or something. Something's not right in my back. And so I go and they like, I said, I can't take a deep breath. I can't do this. And they said, and they just boom heart stuff on me seeing if i'm having a heart attack and they go you got to go to pet scan and i go to pet scan they come back and say you got double blood clots and i was like you got to be kidding you're not you, she goes you're not that's a 5 day stay and then it's even worse because my son gets married in this 6 month time frame my mindset is so i'm so nervous that every time i feel something that i'm going to have a stroke right and I just kept asking God, just take me home. Don't let me stroke out and be here. Just, just do, just finish it. And, and then at some point I had to change my mind and say, okay, look, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to live like this. And I just completely switched, right? 75 hard came into play and everything else. And, and nice. then I, I, I really, I really switched myself, but now you know, when you, when you're doing things, when you're asking these coaches, all these coaches that you have, that you got, that you're coaching, you empower and those that you empower, how many of them are, are set? Like they're not worth what they really are worth. Like I, so I was telling Michael this uh, the other day, I was telling my son, I said, look, we've got a mom here. I, he's like, dad, what do you think I should charge for private lessons? I said, well, son, you're, you're one of my highest ranks here. Now you're running the school. You know, I'm charging if you're going to do a lesson with me, it's no less than a hundred dollars an hour. So if 50 to 75 a half hour is what I'm going to charge, you should be in that in that $50 range. Go go charge it. Go get after it. If, if be be what you're worth. And, you know, and I, and I told him, I said, you just went and had your hair cut. It cost you sixty dollars to cut your freaking hair. Why you went there is beyond me. But uh, I said, I said, I have a certain barber. 
After the pandemic, he raised his prices $35 for a t- 15 minutes of a haircut, 35 bucks. Mm-hmm. Why is it that the guy that cuts your hair or the one that does your dog, right? You go and spend $80 to have your dog groomed, mm-hmm. but you don't think that you are worth $50 when you're changing mm-hmm. a life. You're not cutting someone's hair. You know, you're not cutting a dog's hair. The doctors, they don't talk to you but for five minutes. A chiropractor, <laughs> you're going to $150. How do you get guys to tell be their worth? Mm-hmm. It's okay to charge what you're worth. Right. I think, one, this is totally a mindset issue. And I think part of it is the program we have per conversation, the words we use. You said it, You said a thing, per hour. Right. And something we don't talk about is charging per hour. We have our rate. Now, typically our session will be whatever time it goes. But what we're charging you for is the years and years and years of commitment for us to know what to do in the time frame in which we're going to do it in. All right. So I don't charge you for that hour. I'm charging you for the years it took me to be able to answer your question in that hour, to be able to give you the information or to solve or to help you in that hour. And that took years. Right, so we have to get over the idea of it's just one hour. No, that's when I get to show you what I've done in these years of doing it. Because it's easier to charge more when you think it took me years to take something than when it takes an hour to deliver it. Perfect. Yeah, that's that's good. See, I'm I'm gonna I like um I I like how you how you said that that there's a rate. And I do agree. That's a good way of putting that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna utilize that, I think, in uh on Wednesday, I think in our staff meeting, I'm going to totally utilize that because I think that's a good way to to let people know that, um, yeah, there's rates. I, I like that. That was really that's really good. Yeah. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take away from that man, today. For let me tell you, Mark, I was nervous. I was like, man, he's going to want to whoop my ass by the end of this thing. This is like I was like uh, when a real to real conversation is always more like I get tense a little bit, right? Because uh, all that fluff bullshit's gonna be gone, and we're just gonna really talk about some shit. So before this conversation, I was just like, "Yo, he's a straight shooter, right?" From what I've seen, so uh, we're gonna really get to some shit. And so far, you've liked two things I've said. I'm just saying, I feel like I'm winning. <laughs> I might get a part two. I might get a part two before Jose gets a part two. Well, listen, saying. I'll go to the link right I'm now. Just, I'll go to the link I'm right telling now. you right now, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking for the co-host. Hey, I'm looking for it. a co-host, bro. Of this, I have got this. I don't know, man. I just, I have a feeling that strong men have to come out and say and say what it is, man. Get off your ass and stop being a bitch. I don't know what to tell you. Let's go. You, 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 you know what I mean. So, uh, you know, I've, I've seen, I've seen your stuff now. Now I got to ask you. Now, listen, coach. Good. You, uh, I didn't hear any. I'm going to give some feedback on the last thing that you guys, this speech contest. Um, look at Jose. See, Jose's talking shit because good stuff. Would love a part two with Michael. This is good stuff. So just so you know, Jose, uh, based on you not going to Calendy and doing it, he'll probably be before you anyway. You know, what I think I mean? it should be us three. Us three. I'm not Let's even – listen – I'm not even good enough to be on his little coffee hour he has. We can't. I can't well, even get on well, his. Stop. Jose won't let me on anything of his. He, like, he won't see, even let me come to his things. I bought a ticket. He told me to stay home. I was like, I was confused as shit. I was like, hold on. I bought a ticket. I thought I was supposed to go. 
All right, like he won't. I'm not allowed to go. I'm not allowed to speak. Like he's like Mike, stay in the corner, Mike, over there. I'm like, all right, like, it's cool. But still, I but listen. Every time, every time we did this, every time we, because him and I will be speaking together on January sixth, right? Um, nice. <laughs> uh, I, I would oh, say at Emilio's. At, at Emilio's thing, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll yeah, be there January sixth. Uh, are you going to be there? Yeah, so I'm releasing yeah. my book. I'm releasing my book that day. I mean, I'm going to break some Let's bricks go. on stage. I'm going to break some bricks that day when I'm going it. Um, and so I'm going to do, <laughs> do it. I'll do it for you. Uh, and, uh, and so I uh, and so I asked I asked uh, Jose about uh, I had asked him about you too, and I said, "Man, I like this guy." I said, "I I, I think that him and I are going to have him and I are going to have a good time." And so. I've been looking forward to this all time. And I knew that Jose would be on this call and I'm surprised Emilio isn't popped on yet. So we can talk smack about Marines, but (laughs) you know, he might be having his crayons right now. I don't really know uh, what he's doing. Uh, So you see this Brent, get off your ass and unleash you now. That's let's go. (laughs) So I I think that, uh, I think that that's what I think anytime that I see uh, a guy that's kind of real about what what's going on out here in the business world, because <clears throat> I believe it or not, I've taken some notes on what you said today. I, I, I really, I really like that. Um, that rate thing. That is a, that is, that is a mindset thing that, that mindset changing your mindset. And I say this on the mat all the time. When you, if you have a mindset, let me tell you something. In, in all the martial arts I've done, right? I've done uh, Tong Sudo for, for 35 years, right? And I've done um, Krav Maga now for 25 years. And I've done uh, Jiu-Jitsu now. That's kind of where I'm at right now because being on these blood thinners, I wasn't allowed to fight anymore. I can't take head contact. And I was so bummed out. I was so depressed. I was just like, I felt like a washed up warrior. And then mm. jujitsu came along. I've had a knee replacement in my left knee, and I said, I'm never going to be able to do this stuff again, man. And then all of a sudden, jujitsu is one of these things that's kind of molded around you, right? You know, all this jujitsu, and then this is your jujitsu. And when you are on the mat and you got somebody with their arms around your neck, trust me, you're not thinking mm. about your bills. You're not thinking about a girlfriend. <laughs> you're not thinking about nothing. But how do I? How do I? Ne- do I just quit? Do I just tap it out or do I try and navigate a way out? And I tell everybody, I said, business and martial arts go hand in hand. It's a mindset. It's a mindset to tap out or it's a mindset to find a way, right? Mm -hmm. There's always something that you got to try and find a way. Now, ultimately you may get tapped. Yes, because Mm -hmm. you've exhausted every way that you can try and do, but I've seen it all before, right? As soon as there's a little adversity or there you're a little claustrophobic or somebody's laying on you and you're just a little claustrophobic and you're just like tap, 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 you know? Yeah. And I try and tell my students, I just don't do that, man. Ride the wave. <laughs> okay. Ride the wave. Do, you get, do what yeah. you can. All right. And to be, uh, to be on that mindset. <clears throat> and so, you know, on when you, when you were doing the, uh, what mindset, what did you look for on these speakers? Because one thing in the speaker competition Okay, first of all, we did a virtual speaker competition and not one virtual person won. You know what I'm saying? And I told oh, yeah, Emilio, true. I said, Emilio, <laughs> I said, it's very hard 
to compete against when you got energy in the room like they had. Okay. True. You got you I got people in the background and you got all oh, this yeah, that reactions. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're right. You know, and I said it's very, very hard. I speak about this in my book. Listen, and, and, and to be, I told, I said, I'm going to be very transparent with you when, you know, the right man won that day. Okay. He was there at the right moment and what he needed in his cause is what needed to win. And I understood that, mm-hmm. but I told him it's very reminiscent of me in my book. I talk about ego and I had such a bad mm-hmm. ego I, when I was a, I was a world champion for about four or five years in self-defense and brick. Right. Nice. And I compete all year to be this top seed. And then I come in and the guy in a wheelchair comes in and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know how hard it is mm-hmm. to beat somebody in a wheelchair. Okay. Do you, mm-hmm. To overcome the adversity of a wheelchair. And then he did some mm-hmm. cool breaks on top of it. And I was like, frick, man. And I'm so competitive. Matter of fact, I hate losing more than I like winning. Okay. And so I'm super competitive. And I watched him miss a couple breaks. And I'm like, well, he's done. He's toast. And he wins by a tenth of a point. And I am furious, man. I left. Mm. I didn't shake hands with him. My ego was so uh, inflated, right? I was like, you're such Mm. a dick. And when I look back at it now, only to find out that that guy had a... Uh, uh, H- he, he is HIV positive dying of uh, mm. what? No, he was AIDS. No, he got AIDS in a blood transfusion from a truck accident mm. and this, and he wasn't going to be around. He was supposed to win that that day. And my ego was so inflated that I, I didn't let it happen. And I said, it's very reminiscence of that Glenn. When I had Glenn on my show, I said, I'm going to be honest with you. You're the right man that won that day. But I got, it was very reminiscence of me having to fight that demon of ego. Right. And I said, I knew already, already I knew once the competition was done, I knew that none of us on virtual won that. I I could already, I already knew this. And so I said, I didn't even wait around for the results because I didn't want my ego to get inflated. I already came to the conclusion that Glenn had won and stuff like that. And to do, because to do things virtually is really hard. And Mm -hmm. because you can't connect, you know what I mean? You can't connect. And so, you know, you can't be in a room where everybody's crying and you have all that energy and he's like, and everybody's in the background. You're like, you got this and you got it. Mm-hmm. And then you're mm-hmm. on virtual. You know where I, you know where I was? I was in Georgia inside. Now this trailer is like a one bedroom apartment, but I was in a trailer doing that that day because mm-hmm. that's where I was. I was traveling and I was in, I was there and I did that competition that day. Now you guys, unfortunately, we didn't get to hear from you guys on right. on what was great or what was what was the fighting so what are you looking for when you know in in speakers right what do you what are you looking for <clears throat> so that's it so there's gonna be two answers to this one is what uh emilio said was what we were judging on right it was like um close connect um and content right and uh and it might have been because of the room now, but I felt like a lot of the virtual speakers had a more difficult time to connect with me while speaking. Mm. Right. Interesting. Um, right now, um, oh man, the the sheet I have is at the other office because um, I actually like wrote notes and gave numbers for each person that spoke and like wrote things for each speaker. 
because I didn't know if they were going to be like, Mike, what do you think about this person? I was like, I don't want to forget. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I want to write it down because, you know, you're listening to a dozen speakers at one time. It's like, hold up, hold on, hold up. Which one was this? Right. So I was like, I'm going to write things down to make sure I understand and I can go back to whoever. Um, and then it was like, uh, I want to say, I think one of the big things um, that day, the closing for speakers, that's your call to action. Like that's your make a move. That's your make them do something different. Like that's the life changing moment, right? Like you took them with the story to how this thing can transform your life, which you show them through your story and how it can transform them. And now, but you got to do this thing for it to happen. And I think that day, a lot of people, um, they didn't have a close where people would move towards action. And if you're speaking and at the end, they don't move towards action. We wasted our time with the microphone. Interesting. That's good, good feedback. Because I, when I was listening to most of the stuff too, right. I, mm-hmm. I, I guess that, I guess that is a place that, um, I, I guess in this, in this, sometimes I think you think as a speaker that you're just going to move a room. I haven't thought about until you just said that is all right, here's your story and you do this. Now you got to move to action. When you say that, what do you, what do you think that that move to action would be Buy my book? Uh, this is oh, what I did. That's a call to buy, right? Which you can do too. Uh, I've sold from stage for years. So um, yes, you can have a call to buy. That is an action to buy something to change from that, right? Or to take the next step with, right? Like uh, why we say at every event, coming to an event is awesome. I love events. Being in the room changes lives, 100%. Change my life, change other people's lives. The rooms that we hold, the rooms other people hold, they change lives. The, the thing is when you leave that room, if there's nothing next, you're going to run through the wall and not know where to go when you get through it because that wall has been stopping you. And then when you burst through that wall, it's going to feel so fucking good. Right. Like you're going to be like, yes. Right. Like, and I did it. Right. It's like the first time you broke the most bricks you ever broke. Right. Like you're like, I and did it. Right. Like that's all. But then what? Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like if we're not telling people, if we're not instructing, hey, this is the next step for you. You took this step here. Now this is the step you take. Right. If you're not doing that call to action for them to make action, implement something in their life to change it. What you did was give them a really good after-school special or a lifetime show. But they can do that at home. They don't have to come to the room to do that. So good on that, uh, Mike. So so good on what you're talking about right there. I guess that's number three, bro. And I got to take it. There. Man, I'm going to have to go back and listen to my old freaking podcast so that I can uh, I, I, I can go. Because that is really good. That is that's kind of a key because I, I, I was never as a speaker, right? I'm not ever able to ask these questions because they didn't let us ask any questions of you. I would have preferred mm. to hear from you guys that day because it would have, it would have, because I'm thinking about, because I talked about grit, grind, and growth in mind, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, you got to have grit. and we great content. Things, right. And, but I didn't say at the end, I can guarantee you, I didn't say, you know how you get grit? By by not doing this, are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Or do you know how to grind? Do you really grind? That's what I, I should have asked. That do you really grind? Right. Okay, right. grind you means that? you're doing right. shit that when nobody else is doing, like seventy five hard. I remember being in in 
in rainstorms in Georgia doing 75 hard. And in my head, I'm going, there's not another person on this freaking planet in this freaking weather right now doing what I'm doing. That's a grind. And what does that do for you when you're doing it? That's building this. Yes. Right. That builds yeah. your interior toughness because you're like, if they're keep going, I know I can because I did that shit. No one was willing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I right? there. So that's builds this. Yeah. That's awesome. This is that was uh, that's an awesome thing. I was glad I get to ask you about that because I really felt right. that um, when I did it, right. I'm like, I'm missing something. And I see that that's what that's the missing component for sure. Right. So when, when we speak in a room, right, it there's always has to be this of like we evolve. When we first start, it's a lot of ego involved. Right? I used to wear three piece suits. Um, there's a lot of <laughs> I look like the Irish Jose. Right. Um, the, uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, but I you have way more. You have a way more epic beard. You know, he, I'm not sure Jose can grow a full beard. You know what I mean? I don't know if he's got he's enough not man to the beard juice. Game. I don't think he's got enough committed. man juice in there to do that. His commitment to the beard world is very low. <laughs> it's very low, right? But um, one of the things when we speak, right? When I, it's what I tell people when they're like, do you ever get nervous speaking? I said, no, not anymore. I used to when I started. They said, why? Because you were new? I said, no. When I first started speaking, I was worried if I would look dumb, right? I was worried if I would be silly, if I would say something wrong. But that's all about me. <laughs> He's not allowed to say behind the computer <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you, the, uh, you know, you, only one person is on the computer talking about people saying something behind the computer. There's only one person doing that, right? That's the true <laughs> keyboard warrior right there. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> right. But when I first started, I was worried about me, but we don't speak for us. We speak for the people we're speaking to, the one that needs to hear it, the one that life's going to change because they heard what you had to say. Right now, your story. I can't, I don't know what it's like to choke out a bunch of people and break a bunch of bricks. I don't know what that's like. So, if that's all you now, here's the thing though your story can move me because it's not about what you physically did. You breaking the bricks, going through the blood clot, choking people out. That was your mountain that you climbed. But what I do know is feeling like fucking beat up on that mountain. I do know what it feels like to be climbing up the mountain. I want to fucking quit. I do know what it feels like to have to keep going, right? We can connect to the feeling and that's what we follow, that I felt like that. And then what you're going to do is you're going to show how you cleared that mountain and you had your big moment and not longer what you want on the surface, but what you've become underneath it. And that's what I want. And that's going to be your call to action is do this thing. So you get this, this interior thing that we want, because then when we do the interior, we can win the exterior. That is some really powerful few minutes right there, uh, Michael, that that's helped me immensely on what uh, uh, is that for? <laughs> I'm going to be like Michael Jordan at the end of this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, that's super powerful. That's that's helped me quite a bit, uh, as a matter of fact, just listening to that. Um, because, you know, I've, you know, I'm looking back on all the times that I do speak. Because I, when I go do these um, black belt tests, you know, our black belt tests are huge events, just so you know. Like when you, if my event, my black belt testings, 
there'll be 300 people there. We serve lunch. It's, it's, it, this isn't just a, you know, we get together and do this and, uh, you know, and I have parents read to their kids or their, or their significant other, their husband or wife, uh, what they mean to them. And before, I mean, the tears are falling when, when we're tying black belts on, I mean, that's, it's an event. Right. And, and I speak at a lot of these and I'm wondering now if I could even move the room more, uh, you know, uh, by having that, what you're talking about there, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take that to, to, to a point today and, and talk about that. I think that that's a, that's, that's a powerful, uh, that was a powerful thing. Yeah. I, I knew I was going to get some stuff out of this me personally. So I'm hoping when, when, uh, other people listen to this, they're going to get the same thing. You know, sometimes I do this stuff on a selfish reason because I want to know myself. Uh, oh, hell you know? yeah. And, uh, listen, yeah. I, I knew coming in, this was my audition for you and Jose. I had to show up. I was mentally preparing for this for days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't bomb here. If I yeah. bombed here. Well, hey, show. if it makes you feel better, I'm not good enough to get on Jose's shows yet. You know what I mean? You know, I guess I need an accent or something uh, to, uh, to make it happen. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I tell him all the time. I said, it's because I'm the white guy in the room, Jose. That's why it's messed up, bro. Yeah. So. No, now I get it. Now I understand why he's the way he is with me. It's starting, it's starting to make sense. <laughs> oh man. It was, yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> see, he's always got some <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing this is awesome <laughs> oh, i cannot wait are you so you're gonna be there six right because i'm coming in yeah. a day early i'm coming in a day early emilio's gonna pick me up from the airport i'm coming in a day early because i'm a huge rocky fanatic right oh, and nice. uh I've probably watched Rocky a thousand times. As a matter of right. fact, it's always on, on airplanes, usually on, for some reason, Rocky's always on the airplane. I've always watched it when I fly. And I don't know. I've just always resonated with him. You know, I, and mm -hmm. then oh, if you really sure. listen to him on how much he's gotten ripped off on the Rocky character, how they took it away from him um, mm -hmm. on how he doesn't really, uh, what they did to his, his, that it's, it's almost a pure Rocky story. When you listen to Sylvester Stallone talk about it, and the mistakes made with it. And so I've always resonated. So I said, I got to do the steps when I come. I, I, you know, I said, my knee sucks, but oh, yeah. I don't care if I hobble up that thing. I'm going up that thing and uh, uh, to do it. And I, cause I want to see what it's like to be there. And then uh, yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get to do some workouts with, uh, I think I'm going to do a little bit of a woman's class there and teach some of the women how to, how to take, uh, how to kick guys in the groin and rip their eyeballs out. And uh, nice. I'll send and my stuff like that, and then uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have some workouts. So uh, I'm hoping that Jose joins me, um, gets from behind the computer and onto the mat is what I'm hoping for. I'm looking forward to it. As a matter of fact, God, that must be really uncomfortable to run upstairs in those shoes. <laughs> He's in abundance. Yeah, he's gonna get us good, man. It's gonna be a fun, it's a fun, time. It's a fun time. I got, I, I got to, I got to hang out with him and Nick when we were in Vegas together. Uh, um, oh, we nice. in Vegas together. I love and, Vegas. Yeah, Nick, Nick took us out uh, to a really nice dinner. I mean, Jose and I were going. We we're at this restaurant, and uh, 
And when you're going to go, and this Jose and I were up there, and we're like, you pick what fish you want to eat, right? I've never been in a restaurant mm. like it before. You know, I told Jose, I said, <laughs> I'm not cut from this cloth, bro. I said, so uh, yeah. I don't have those fancy, I don't have those fancy shoes and fancy shirts. You know what I mean? But uh, so we're kind of picking out what fish we want. Man, it was so good. It was such a good meal that that night. And so we got That's to, awesome. you know, we got to sit and uh, and and uh, get close to them with that. It was it was a fun time. So looking forward to that. January sixth. So now tell me before I end with you here, because we're coming up on the hour, this little power board you have behind you. What's that about? Uh, owning one power. So um, I use it for two reasons. Actually, why I created it was because of how to handle objections and obstacles in sales. But then uh, one of the people I was in the training was like, uh, that's actually really powerful just for the being. Right. And it's owning one's power. Um, so the rings are as far, the farther you are out, the farther you're away from owning your power, right? And like people, places, and things. You ever heard someone blame somewhere, something, or someplace? Yeah. Right? We all we've all heard someone blame a person, but oh, I couldn't do it because this person, right? Literally, mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're farthest away from your power. You're not willing to own it. You're giving it to someone else. You're saying they have that power over me, right? Because if they didn't do something, I couldn't do it, right? So what we want to do is take blame out. So we're going to take people, places, and things. We're not going to give them our power anymore. We're going to own it. Next, after we get power, actually getting away from that, we get to our own beliefs because that's really one of the things hindering us. It's like we don't believe we're strong enough to do it. That's why Donnie was the person that was supposed to do it. Right? I'm not smart enough, good enough, fast enough, whatever it is. It's a belief. Right? We got to fight our beliefs to get down to what it truly is, is yourself. You got to own your power. So when we get to the core of the person, that's when we get past all the objections and obstacles and sales, but also in our life from conquering the things we want to conquer. When we get just to the core of us, we just have to go do it. It's on us. Uh, that's when shit gets done. That's that's great. That's awesome. Well, let's end with this. Let's end with that. That's a good. That's a good ending right there. And let's talk about what you have out right now. Um, that the deep dive. Let's talk about that real quick because I'm. I'll be. Uh, you'll see me. You'll see my name come across that today because I'm signing up for that today. Let's go. And so, all right. Uh, so, so, art of scale. Deep dive, all right? What we want to do is start an, a stream or a one, your first stream or another stream in your business, all right, to increase cash flow. We, we don't have to be economic specialists to know that what we're facing right now with inflation, right, is going to make people question how they spend more, right? We can say that in the nicest way possible. Recession, whatever, I don't, whatever terms you want to use, I don't care. People are going to question where they spend their money more and more. So how as business owners, are we gonna put ourselves in position to increase our cash flow, to be able to withstand a downturn in the economy, which we haven't had in what, 11 years? Right. So maybe even more, all right? So what the, where we're walking into a lot of business owners don't know, right? Because they didn't go through any kind of economic crisis, crisis or tightness yet all right so we what we're going to do in a 22-day span we're literally going to go from nothing an empty plate to creating a full plate creating an offer creating a stream built target list target market where to find them the messaging to give them the offer in which you created and how to close to create this new cash flow to your business and we're going to do it in 22 days so you'll have it before the new year yeah and that's, that's and i'm doing it live 
Uh, so what happened was we, this is normally a course we offer. The videos were three years old. My team said I had to recreate the videos. So I said, you know what? I don't want to just sit in a room with a fucking camera on me again. How about we do it live with people? So in the, in the deep dive, you get 22 training videos with me live. You get 22 Q&As later in the day to go over exactly what you're going through and how you're trying to create it with what we're taught. To have your offer, exactly how you're going to do it, exactly who you're offering it to, building that audience with your messaging by the end. Okay. That's perfect. Well, we're going to put that, I'm going to put that out also in the, uh, by end of day today, this will be on audio also. So this will be nice. on, you know, It's it, Facebook keeps it also, but if you go to markcox.com, it it will take you right to uh, you know, uh, a YouTube channel too. That markcox.com is my audio portion of this so this will be on nice. audio and you'll be able to share this out and we can talk and and um and you can share it out to your uh your platform also on yes. on the audio okay. version so when people are actually driving they can go ahead and and jump on and yes. and listen to what we had uh talk about today because this is this is good today i i i got a lot out of this today yes. myself so I, i've uh i've taken something out of this today and i'll i'm looking forward to seeing yes. what this what this live is going to going to look like. And uh, so I'm glad now hopefully Jose wasn't listening to the speaker part because I want to smoke that fool when uh, we do the competition and speakers anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, the it It's uh, him and I have a good, healthy. I thought for sure. Listen, on the last time we had a speaker competition, he was on it too, right? And it was another one. I had to do it virtually. I'm literally in a black belt test, and I said, "Okay, my time is coming up. I got to excuse myself. I'll be back." And and did it. And then Emilio has me go first <laughs> in this speaker competition, and I can't see anybody. It wasn't even like the last one. I can't <laughs> see anybody, right? I'm just here. And I'm hoping I'm talking to people and I'm looking at the right way. And, and I spoke about, you know, and, and I, and, and then Jose got up too. And I was like, Oh man, he had a good one. Right. And I thought for sure. But once again, none of us won. It was the whole females that won. And I told Jose, I said, I'm telling you, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat some of the stories that these females have. They're, they're brutal what they've come past or, or the brutality of the past and what they are and then become this single mom or, or, or Marilyn Morales. I mean, I love her to death, man. And her story of nine 11 and her being a nurse. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, listen, you know, I, I was like, uh, you know, my story sometimes can't compare to that. There's a, there's a thing called the speaker's experience. Dr. Rob McClellan runs it. Um, an awesome investment. It literally walks through how like John Maxwell, Paul Martinelli, Mark Cole, Brian Robinson, right? All those guys create presentations to move people. It's yeah. really dope. Yeah, that's awesome. I realize now how much of a white belt I am in the speaking world. I thought I had things together pretty good. You know what I mean? Because I can just, if, if I'm on the mat, I'm in my element, okay? And I'll move a room. I, I, I mean... I love to teach. And then right. if, it's gonna, if we're going to talk about martial arts and stuff like that and what it is to be a black belt and, and how to grow into bun and stuff like that, I'll talk to, I'll talk to everybody. I'll let people know my stories. But now based on that one thing you said today, uh, I am not moving that thing to action like needs to happen. I'm going to change that for sure right. on the next. I think you're a natural storyteller. 
So, so it comes like there's a piece of it that's just been part of you for so long, right? That it's yep. almost like, um, it's like anything that you get really good at. Sometimes we stop homering our hammering our craft. It's like you said about so many people that are like this level black belt, but they don't roll around on the mat anymore. Correct. Right? Like they're not yeah. right. They're not doing their craft anymore. Yes. Right. They did it to a certain level and then they just they stop. Right. And whenever we do that, we're not homing in our craft. We all can learn more. Like we all can get better. All right. There's a reason I I've been doing marketing and messaging for over 20 years. Right. I still do. I still go to coaches and classes and trainings for marketing and messaging. Why? It's because I'm sure I can still get better at my craft. And if if I'm not getting better, who the hell wants to invest in me? Correct. Yeah. You? Because I've reached my limit now. I'm not going to expand with you. Right? Yeah. And so I, I think, uh, I think sometimes we get caught in that ego phase where it's like, I don't need to learn nothing. I got it. It's like, you can still learn something even if you got it. Yeah. It was, it's super eye opening today, even on where I'm at. You know, I, I, cause that's my next, I, I I've told people, I said, my next thing is writing the book was one. The next thing is, I want to be one of those keynote speakers. I like to get in front of the room. I like to tell my story because I was Hell not yeah. somebody that was supposed to win. And Let's I, you know, go. everybody could see, I love suck. That. That's it, a great man. story. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, but you know how many was, people, other people feel that way? Yeah. Like they were not meant to win. Right. And there's people right now feeling like they're not meant to win, not winning, thinking they're not going to win because they weren't meant to. And you need to hear your story about how you weren't meant to win and you still fucking did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, yeah. Because that means they can. Yes, a hundred percent. And so, yeah, that's powerful for me today. Yeah, I, I, I definitely learned today. Still a white belt. Uh, I'm gonna get that. <laughs> no, not that I'm not gonna no. beat Jose's ass. Okay. You're a seven. Okay. You're a seven layer black belt. We're gonna get that eighth one. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, but listen, uh, I'm gonna have Jose on stage with me. He might be wearing the golden shoes, but I'm gonna smash <laughs> some shit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll be the judge. <laughs> so, it's going to be fun. All right, Mike, I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm taking you over your hour. I want to be respectful of your time, man. I, I, you, I had such a good time with this. And uh, don't forget the GoyaPodcast.com is now starting Let's to go. get locked in. And I'm looking for that co-host. Let's go. That, Let's go. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. Listen, I think, I think you should do guest co-hosts. See, I like that. Guess right, because then it keeps it open. Yeah, yeah. So you can always do like the, but I will. I'll be on anytime you want me. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I like that. Yeah, I want to. I, I want to have that for sure. So, it's gonna be good, man. This Brent, man, I'm looking forward to meeting him. And is he gonna be around or what? Dedication. Damn okay. right. Because he's all about it, man. He's, uh, he's all about it, man. He's listening to every single he's all thing. In. Oh, man, so he's all in. So I'm looking forward to it, man. All right, brother. I'm going to let you go, man. Be respectful of your time. I appreciate it, man. Awesome hour. I'll have this out on audio, guys. Make sure you can go to at Real Talk on uh, Facebook if you want to come in and and like it. The best thing for us, so you can tell your people too, Mike, uh, the way podcasts are driven is not by downloads. It's by how many people subscribe and give reviews. So if Mm. somebody can go either through Spotify or through Apple, you know, uh, they can go ahead and, and get that uh, uh, and they can go in and give me a review and 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 subscribe to it. It keeps on pushing this stuff up. 
And nice. when the Goya this one comes out, we're going to, I'm telling you, I'm doing this, man. I'm done. I, but you know, I don't go into things half-assed either, man. I, I want the right type of logo. I want all that stuff to go on it, man. So I'm going to let you, Excuse I'm going to keep you host. I'm going to keep you on there. Maybe I'll let uh, Jose be a, a, a co-host on that. Cause he won't let uh -oh. me be on his show, but, uh, I might let him come on if, know, if he man. can, if he can find time, you know what I mean? I have this dude at, on, on one of our stages already. Uh, he's, he doesn't invite back. <laughs> oh, man, it was so fun to give him so much shit today. So I'm, he's going to get me back. Trust me on this. I mean, we're going to be on a CLA call and he's going to go ahead and talk it. You know what I mean? But uh, well, I'm all prepared for it. It's all good. Yes, sir. All right, man. Have a good day. I I'll talk to you, you soon. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, and coming at it from a real angle. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at MarkCox100. Make sure to subscribe and review and tell a friend or two about the show. For more, hit up the website at markcox.com. Till next time, keep it real.